0: You're listening to the podcast of Real Life Church. We love, we live, we relate.
1: through and we just we're just wanting to, to just stay in that and just flow with the river. And I just want to just share one of the reasons I've asked Emil to, to sing over Layla was to specifically break off a cultural generational thing that, that has happened. And so when we, we do something with we want to pick up with what God's doing, his ways are bigger than our ways. And so in the spirit, Emil's voice broke off a generational... It's not my testimony to tell, but the abuse of man is broken off of you now. The cultural abuse of man is broken off of you now in the name of Jesus. As a pure heart From a son of God has sung over you the Father's heart and reflection of love over you. And we just come and we just release wholeness and healing and restoration in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for that, Emil. It was awesome. If the team has capacity, This morning is changing slightly to what I had in my mind as well But as I said, His ways are not our ways And we we stay with what He's doing But I think just in light of just what Stuart's been sharing In terms of Nehemiah And where, where God's taking us as a body The scripture that really I just felt burning on my heart Was from Nehemiah 4 verse 17 and it says those who built on the wall and those who carried burdens loaded themselves so that with one hand they worked at construction and with the other held a weapon and this morning i just feel prophetically the lord is wanting to free our hands once again And it's the whole building place and everything that they took place during the reconstruction and the rebuilding of this wall they were building with one hand and they held a weapon with the other hand and i just felt so strongly that with everything that we have gone through as individuals as countries as nations as people as churches just everything our hands have been bound and i think that we can all agree we can't even do construction And fight at this stage because our hands have felt bound. And I just felt that this morning, prophetically, the Lord is wanting to come and He's wanting to release our hands for the work of the ministry once again. He wants to release our hands to be able to build once again. He's wanting to release our hands to be able to fight again. And it's not one or the other, it was the two together. Because we cannot fight without building, otherwise, we're just leaving desolation and we cannot build without fighting the two have to go hand in hand and i just feel that there's just this release and this anointing to come this morning to break our hands free but before i unpack that i'm just wanting to look at a scripture from 1 chronicles 12 32 you don't have to turn this morning even if you just sit and listen and, and allow the lord to make adjustments in your spirit we all know if you've been in the prophetic movement, you know the scripture well, where the sons of Issachar who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. And I think never before in history, have we've been in a time where we need to know what to do. And there's always been that word that we will operate as the sons of Issachar, to know the seasons, to know the times, and we know that scripture well. But the thing that has struck me the most out of this scripture in the last few weeks is that we need to know what to do. We have always seemed to almost have a full stop after that we know the times and the seasons. But it's to know what to do. And it's as a people to come into that place what we need to do. And the history of the sons of Issachar is that the tribe of Issachar was one of the tribes of Jacob, one of the 12 tribes of Jacob. And what they were known for is their knowledge of the law and the Torah. And because of their incredible knowledge and foundation and understanding of the law, the five books of the Bible, the Torah, they would give counsel, they would give advice, they could understand the seasons and the times based on their knowledge of the word. And the Lord is bringing us back to that place that how can we want to share the solutions if we don't know the word? And it came strong through this morning again is that everything is in here. And He's bringing us back to almost like a not oh. full. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we're coming back into that place of having the word as our plumb line I need my other glasses so I can see the words please <laughs> Because knowing the signs and the seasons is operating in discernment having the word as our plumb line Discernment is not calling out what you don't like about somebody else and I think that has become a huge misuse of the, the spirit of discernment and the weapon that the body is used as being in spirit of discernment is thinking that calling something out that they don't like about somebody else's spirit of discernment and has caused a tremendous amount of damage in the body of Christ today and this morning we are coming back to what discernment is discernment is having such a strong foundation in the word that when I see Mark I discern where he is in his walk with God. I come alongside him and I pull him into the fullness of what he's doing in this time, in this season, in his life. We have a moment. We have Kronos and we have Kairos. And we are in a Kairos moment over us as individuals to step into the fulfillment of what God is doing in this time and day. But it is knowing the time and the season and stepping into that but it's having the foundation and grounded in the word. Discernment is being so well grounded in the word that understanding and knowledge from the word is released by the spirit and pushes us into action. When people came to the sons of Issachar for understanding, for input, they would release their discernment, they would release the understanding which pushed the people into action. We are coming to a place, we are needing action to what we are saying, we are needing action to what we are hearing and that is why our hands this morning are being released and freed to be able to get to action. Nehemiah was standing at the walls and they were building and they had a sword strapped to their thigh and they had a weapon in their hand. I believe that the phrase I kept getting is that we are going to become a practical prophetic people I love the fact that we are a prophetic culture. I love the fact that we operate in the prophetic We are all strong in the prophetic, but we are coming to a place that we are going to be a Practical prophetic people with the word as a plumb line Ashley, you're going to sit in your sessions and there's going to be cases that are sealed tight you are at your ends with you have no clue on what to do anymore and you're going to discern the time and the season where that person is at and you're going to release the word of knowledge with the application of the word of wisdom to bring complete healing to that person i want to release off of you this morning the struggle and the burden of your profession I break it off of you now in the name of Jesus. I break it off of you. It is not your burden to carry. It is not your struggle to weigh you down. And I release within you an increase of capacity to wield your weapon. I release your hands to wield your weapon and I break off the burden of your profession now. In the name of Jesus. One of the things with the weapon I was reminded of in Hebrews 4.12 where it says there that the word of God is living and powerful and a two-edged sword and it is sharper than any two-edged sword. And for me, the two-edged sword always reflects to me, it's the rhema word of God and the logos word of God. When we have the rhema revelation and the life of God and we have the logos front line of God, that is when we have the authority to yield and wield the two-edged sword to cut between the bone and the marrow, the flesh. And it's picking up that two-edged sword again. I think to a large extent we've been a little bit of a lopsided sword with so much spirit that it's been a little bit of a lopsided sword. And there's that plumb line again. It's a two-edged sword. It's the Logos and the Rhema that releases the power and the Word of God. John 1.14 tells us that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us full of grace and truth reading the word and encountering the word and that came through this morning as well is that we're going to come into that time and mark was sharing it's like reminded him of like the story of narnia where you step through that door and we're going to come into this place again where we're going to start encountering what is written here i've been through i really don't want to go into it um, i don't think it's relevant to this morning but it's been a really unpleasant 18 months and a really dark unpleasant 18 months where I as an individual got to the point where I didn't even want to read the word because my reality and what I was reading were two separate things We are, as an individual had I got to a point where I actually put my bible away and I said it's not even true because of the reality of what I was going through the reality of what I, what I was feeling until I had the encounter again. And it's the encounter with the Word made flesh that brought me into an alignment and breakthrough once again. Because in John, where it says there, He came full of grace and truth. What is grace and truth? Grace is God's unmerited favor, truth is when applied. revelation sets us free and Jesus came in grace and truth the word made flesh and I just wanted to just pause there and if you need unmerited favor this morning just stand there has been such a dryness there's been such a weariness And Father, we just come this morning and we just release your unmerited favor this morning. Grace upon grace upon grace upon grace upon grace upon grace this morning. We just release your favor, 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 favor favor this morning. We just thank you this morning, Father, that we can have that encounter with the Word made flesh. And I just release a realm of favor. Where things have been hard, I speak ease now in the name of Jesus. Where it has seemed like it's one closed door after the next, after the next, after the next, I release open doors. I release open doors where man has come and closed doors we say the word says no man can shut any door that the Lord has opened and we open those doors now favor in the name of Jesus Ephesians 1. If you feel you need to sit, you can sit. If you feel you need to stand, you can stand. There's no prescription this morning. Ephesians 1, verse 7. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace, which He made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, Having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself. Verse 11. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined, according to the purpose of him who works all things, according to the counsel of his will. Verse 20. I'll start at 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. This morning he is releasing hope once again to know his calling. What are the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power? Verse twenty which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this age but also in that which is to come and he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church Which is his body the fullness of him who fills all in all I have never in my life felt more disempowered or more below everything in my entire life and I realized the deception and the lie that I'd allowed myself come to because the word is clear that he has placed all things under his feet and that he has given he has given all things to the church. Mark, could you just come here? Mm-hmm. Let's this around, here. Mm. around here. Yeah. Uh, I'm a visual person and I like to see things. And... Okay. That's, that's right. Batman And I realized as well, so this is us, this is the church, this is you and me, this is every single day what we're going through, the loads we're carrying, the burdens we're carrying, everything that we're carrying, and we have forgotten that we are in Christ, we have forgotten that we are wrapped around by Christ, and you have to cover your head. So we get to the point that we are so in Christ and wrapped around in Christ that it is no longer even us. We have died in Christ that we may live. Who feels like they're living and thriving? We have forgotten. So if we are in Christ, where are all our bad circumstances? Where are all our bad situations? Where are all our struggles? Where are all our difficulties? Where are all our traumas? Where are all our pain? In Christ. In Christ. Colossians 3.3 For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. I just
2: want
3: to read that scripture that you showed me this morning. The whole one. Mm. Right, so this is out of the uh, Passion Translation. Psalm chapter number 16 from verse 6. Uh, Your pleasant path leads me to pleasant places. I'm overwhelmed by the privileges that come with following you. For you have given me the best. The way you counsel and correct me makes me praise you more, for your whispers in the night give me wisdom, showing me what to do next. Because you are close to me and always available, my confidence will never be shaken, for I experience your wraparound presence every moment. My heart and soul explode with joy, full of glory. Even my body will rest confident and secure, for you will not abandon me to the realm of death, nor will you allow your Holy Spirit your Holy One to experience corruption. For you bring me a continual revelation of resurrection life, (coughs) the path to the bliss that brings me face to face with you. What scripture is that? Uh, Psalm chapter number 16,
1: verse six to 11. That wrap around being in Christ. Knowing what to do and who we are is our biggest weapon of warfare these days. Secondly, they were building. 1 Corinthians 3, 5 to 11. Who then is Paul and who is Apollos, but ministers through whom you believed, as the Lord gave to each one? I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor is he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field, you are God's building. According to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation And another builds on it, but let each one take heed how he builds on it For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ And everything Amy started the prayer meeting with And I felt such a strong challenge for myself But because we're family, I'm going to throw it straight back at you as well. What are we building? And how are we building? And what and who is the foundation of what we are building? There has been such a shaking in the worldwide church. And what will remain is only what Christ has built. The scripture was very clear. He says I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail He's stripping away what we have built. He's stripping away what we have placed in the foundations. He's stripping away our foundations. What are our foundations? What have we built our lives upon? Because when the shaking has taken place What will remain is the foundation? So grace and truth has come and he's asking What is in your foundation? What are you building and how are you building? He's lifting that plumb line again. Revelation is vital for building. And our hands are being set free to build. And we have an opportunity to build according to the blueprint of heaven. We have an opportunity to come out of the shaking with free hands to build according to the blueprint of heaven, according to what the word has said. Yielding a weapon of revelation and truth. Building from knowing the times and the position that you are meant to be in. If we look at Nehemiah again, they were all placed in a position. No one was just building randomly. Nobody was, Nehemiah didn't just say to them, okay, well there's a problem go and fix it. It was strategic Nehemiah 4 13, therefore I positioned men behind the lower parts of the wall at the openings and I set the people According to their families with their swords, their spears and their bows We are all positioned specifically and strategically to do a part And it's again, it's coming into that understanding and revelation of identity of who we are in Christ, who Christ is in us and through us. How am I going to build? How am I supposed to build? What am I supposed to build? I think the days of just running around frantically just trying to do church is over. But it's that understanding of being church and building foundationally according to the plans and purposes that God has for each and every person individually to thrive in your place and your position of what you are supposed to be doing at this time. Verse 9 in Nehemiah 4. Nevertheless, we made our prayer to our God and because of them... We set a watch against them day and night. I am so for me this, this scripture has a has a bit of a different connotation because I'm a, a prophetic intercessor. But he is awakening the church again.
2: Yeah.
1: He is saying, wake up to what is happening. Wake to what the spirit is saying there is a increase of words coming through in terms of the word and the spirit a coming together of the word and the spirit and i've truly believe that when there is an understanding and an operation of the word and the spirit working together i don't like to use the word revival because it's such a it's a temporary thing but there is going to be a breakthrough and a manifestation that this world has never seen before. When the Word and the Spirit come together, the church is awakened to what the hour is. And the Spirit comes and cuts through what is happening. The two-edged sword cuts through and our hands are free to build and to make war for what He is doing at this time. And it's the Word and the Spirit that is going to break through in such an incredible way bringing solutions, we are a people that are having to have the solutions and that is just where I'm wanting you to stand if you are in an area of influence where you are needing such divine solutions for breakthrough, won't you stand? you need the answers, you need the solutions Trevor, won't you release the word, please, over being solution, <coughs> for being ones who have the solutions.
4: So as um, Candice was asking you all to stand, I had the word from Jeremiah, He's not my word like a hammer that smashes a rock. Thank you, Lord, for each and every person standing here. Thank you, Father, that Lord, each and every person here will appropriate the promises of God over their lives, Father. I thank you, Lord, that the Word will become so alive and so powerful in each and every one of their lives, Father. I thank you, Lord, that, Lord, that you will put within in their hands, Lord, the skill and the ability and give them... Lord, I thank you, Lord, for Francie, Lord, for the wisdom of God. Lord, for the wisdom. I believe, Francie, that there's an assignment before you right now and you're not 100% sure which way it's going to go. But I just see the Lord beginning I see I see you looking at a page but it's like a blank page but I see the Lord himself beginning to write that script the Lord himself beginning to fill in the gaps and write that script and make it complete and make it full and make it something that's going to be presentable as a product of excellence in Jesus name Father and I thank you Lord for my sister in the frontier Lord, I just thank you so much, Lord, for her love for you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, she's got such a love for you, Father. But I just see, Lord, there's also been a a dryness and a season of dryness, Father. Lord, where she's had many questions, Lord. And I just thank you, Father, that you, Lord, by the Spirit of God, will pour out your divine ability upon her, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that she will have... Lord, that she will hear, Lord, even in the night hour, that, Lord, she, she will hear you speaking to her, Father. And I thank you, Father, that, Lord, she will have the tools, Lord, in which to be able to be equipped to, to, to carry on this next part of her journey, Father. I thank you, Lord, for ears to hear, Lord, what the Spirit of the Lord will say, what you want to release. And I thank you, Lord, the flame that's, that's, that's burning inside of her, Father, Lord, that, Father, that flame will never be extinguished, but it will get brighter and brighter. And, Lord, that she will become a lighthouse. I thank you, Lord, for divine influence and divine favor over our life. And Father, for every person that's standing here today, Father, Lionel, I just had a word for you earlier on when I was sitting, while Candice was speaking, I had an incredible, what I believe is really a wonderful word from the Lord for you. And I just just sense, Lionel, I don't know if you ever underestimate yourself in terms of the call and the purpose and the destiny that God has got for your life. And I saw you, I saw you Lionel as a, as a type of a Moses and I saw you going up the mountain to, to meet with God and going up the mountain to hear from God and I saw you standing on the mountain you had heard from God and I saw down in the valley there was a whole lot of people a whole lot of people that are called to come up to that mountain and God is calling you to call them specifically a lot of people in your own personal culture in your own Indian culture people from a Hindu background God has got a mighty mighty plan for for you Lionel and I see you standing there and I see the people down in the valley and I see you saying come come up come up come up calling the people up calling the people up to where Lionel is in terms of your relationship with God and a multitude of people who are called to follow you, and follow what God is doing in your life, even even in your even through this local church, God has got a mighty mighty plan for your life, Lionel. And I see much much fruit coming, um, being born in your own personal ministry in the local church, and your 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 love and your passion for God increasing. And I just see God really really adding favor. God God is just gonna grow and increase and develop that pastoral call and that pastoral anointing on you like you you think you've grown in it you you there's so much growth coming Lionel God is really going to be increase and 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 through the hardships and the trials and the difficulties something really powerful and something good and something strong and positive is going to come out of this much fruit for the kingdom much fruit for the kingdom through your ministry Lionel Don't give up. Don't underestimate yourself. Yes. You know what, church? When we're in a place where we feel lost and alone, that's also a good place to be because that's when God can begin to work. So we thank you, Lord, for the word of everybody today, Lord, that's expecting a breakthrough, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you, you, you come forth, Lord, in great might and power in Jesus' name.
1: Mark's now disappeared, but um, I think now we're just, I think God's done what he's wanted me to say, I don't need to say anything more. Um, But we're just going to hear Delian's testimony, and just the amazing things that that the Lord did there. But I do know what Mark wanted to do, Um, so we're just going to do that first, is that we're going to pray for a word of knowledge, for sure. So we're going to pray for a word of knowledge for Sean before Dillian shares her testimony Mark wanted um so if I can have three volunteers to come and get a word of knowledge for for Sean and I can volunteer you if you would like (laughs) so I'm going to call Iroh
2: <laughs>
1: and Joan <laughs> Kiara Kara 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 You disappeared so I've Three people have to give a word of knowledge for Sean because we're going there. Yeah. Okay,
2: oh, <laughs> <No. laughs>
5: John, you go first. Okay.
4: getting, I think it's from a a song, I put my trust in God alone, I find my rest in God alone. And I'm just, something that came to me was, we do that, we say that, but then so often we look for other outs as well, to try and find another path to, somebody to help just in case God doesn't come through or something. And um, yeah, I, I know it's a word for me as well, but maybe... Just something to think about, that when we say we put our trust in God alone, is that real truth in our lives.
6: And yeah, so um, Delene and me have been talking a lot, so I do have a lot of, I know a lot, but um, the picture i got with Sean is that there is such a poor calling on his life, and um, that, that, Yes, he's coming against a system. He's coming against something so much bigger than what he can see. Like for him, it's like maybe a small thing, but it's actually a big thing. It's a, is, God is using him as a conduit for change in a country Amen. that yeah. has actually been overrun by greed, by yeah. corruption. Yeah. And um, and God has got such an anointing on Sean, but Sean doesn't even realize it yet. Yeah. He's not yeah. there yet. He doesn't understand it yet. Too but it's it's bigger than him it's bigger than what he sees it's bigger than his um holiday place it's um and god's going to be he's going to be a connection for a lot of good people coming together he's going to be the conduit for change and a lot of christians are going to actually come across one another people that are supposed to meet are going to meet through sean and it's going to be for god's glory and and god's heard the cries of the people of mozambique and um Heaven's almost saying enough is enough, Mm. Um, and everything that's happening is meant to happen. And it's not easy, and it's not fun, but God's in it. And even in the jail, there'll be worship because there has Mm. to be. Mm.
7: Mm. (laughs) And I think also just the thing of, yeah, it's not going to be an easy road, but God is our God. He is the Emmanuel. He is God with us. And I've had this song stuck in my head for, like, I don't know how long. But the words are, Comforter you are to me, shelter from the storm. The storm that he's going to me, no one else will know. Constant how you carry me, never let me go. You are with me. And it's and it's just so incredible that our God is a God that will never leave you or forsake you. No matter what's going on, even if it wasn't his fault or the situation that he's in, God's still going to bring him through it and make him a strong, um, warrior to kind of share his word and how strong god is actually in in that situation he's gonna come out the strongest warrior ever he's gonna be the lion of judah roaring and that's like a constant thing the lion of judah someone shared with me leanne shared with me before being the lion of judah just stepping out in courage and faith and boldness and in this situation there will be boldness and courage of that strong lion and that
5: lion of judah
0: So when we we first met, when we first met uh, Sean, right from the beginning, uh, in the Band of Brothers, uh, we all just had a feeling that he, uh, there's Gary and Neville here today, uh, that that's what God has going for him, there's far more than a resort. It's far more, it's like an oasis, you know, and that he, that is such a big ministry that's waiting for him. And uh, then, we, then we don't know, you know, Sean might not have even have known that the ministry is actually in motion and uh, the fact that he was there, the fact that he was with the 15 guys, 14 guys in that cell and him and the guy next to him could wake up early in the morning and start worshipping God for half an hour and then for them all to pray. The fact that he is there was there, and he, he told me that he sits. They sit at night with a candle. So here, are these guys, you know, all, all underfed, all broken, all criminals. All of them criminals, right? And they've got a candle between them, and they are holding church. They're having church. It was so beautiful, you know. He you shared with me how, how the one guy was manifesting for about ten minutes, and everybody just sat and looked at him. And Sean said calmly, beautifully, in the name of Jesus, stop it now. And immediately it was broken. No shouting, nothing. You know, that is his ministry. You know, and how much pain does he have to go through? And yet we and we can just look on it and know that there's a reason for it. There's a place for it. And so Sean must just keep that encourage, keep encouraged. When I spoke to him, he was so calm, of uh, the regardless of this ordeal. And when I kept on saying to him, that's that's a testimony, that's a testimony. And he said to me that, you think that that's a testimony? He says, the testimony that I've got is far bigger than that. Right? Awesome. And I'm going to bring it. So. Thanks
3: for the awesome. Yeah, so he's, he's being used like the pole there, eh? Just like prison, the whole... The whole thing. I just want to encourage the guys that brought those words. We just maybe, can you email it or just voice note it? Yeah, for you to send to Sean. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You, you'll pass it on to him. Do you, do you want to come share something just about just a bit of his journey, and then we'll we'll pray for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good that we just stand with you as a family. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um.
5: Thank you for this opportunity. I just want to thank you all for being part of it and praying because when we, it's all we can do is to pray and trust God um, I just want to share the hi uh, he always knew he was being intimidated for something um, for other people's agendas and it's been a while before he's been able to go to court he said he wanted his day in court
2: mm-hmm.
5: and um, he, he speaks Portuguese, but not court Portuguese or probably the way one would Have the freedom to speak in your own language So the first problem was that the lawyer hadn't uh, Provided an, an interpreter So then they wanted to defer the court case and that meant he would go to jail for whenever the next court date would come up could, Which could be months and years, you know, so <laughs> uh, so um, Then the the lawyer thought on his feet and he said, no, Sean can can give his own testimony in Portuguese, that's fine. So he said, mom, I had to use my best Portuguese. (laughs) And and he said, the judge was very tough. (laughs) So, um, but at the end, the lawyers were very happy and they actually won that court case. Um, All the lies were refuted. And um, at the end of it, the lawyers were so, so happy and they thought, oh, you know, we won't get a fine or jail term. But because the laws are how they are, there was a fine and quite a big one because they don't mind bribes. But the lawyer is really a righteous, young, fiery lawyer. And although he's also very humble and that's his weapon. And so I thank you for praying because I believe that all of us praying just encouraged um, righteousness to triumph in that trial. Um, it was just a small one, but it had big consequences. So um, he's free now, and thank you so much. Oh, and really and appreciate it.
3: And tomorrow he goes. Monday he goes for a hearing or something.
5: Oh um, no! In what happened is that. They asked for, um, what is it when you. Appeal, yeah. <laughs> so they want to appeal, they asked for an appeal, so we didn't have to pay any fines. And the appeal can be between two and six months. So um, the main thing was to get him free. And thank you. Thank you so, so much.
3: Or just the uh, will you just come and pray? let's I've asked Leanne to pray just corporately for us for Delene for Sean and um, let's just stand and just join our faith with with Leanne and then I just wanna just release one more thing over us. We're not gonna go into the words of knowledge this morning for healing I think and for the any, anybody else's children. If you have something specific maybe over coffee time just just go and share with a person. Um, thank you.
8: You know, we've been through a lot of warfare as a family. One of the things the Holy Spirit said to me specifically, He gave me a scripture which I'm going to read to everyone now. And He said, I am He who knows no defeat.
2: Yeah.
8: And he, it wasn't like thunder, there was no lightning. It was just very confident, I am He who knows no defeat.
2: Thank you, And Jesus. the
8: scripture that He gave me is Jeremiah twenty eleven the lord is with me as a dread champion one to be greatly feared Mm. therefore my persecutors will stumble and not overcome me they will be completely shamed for they have not acted wisely and have failed in their schemes Their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten and that speaks of the demonic forces that are against us so father as we bring before your throne of grace Mm. today deline and sean father we know that you are He,
2: thank you, Father. who
8: knows no defeat.
0: Amen. I yeah,
2: the
8: God who does the impossible 90. has no impossibility. Yes. yes. And so we release the scripture, Father, mm. over Sean, Jeremiah twenty eleven. But the Lord is with Sean yeah. as a dread champion, one to be greatly feared. Therefore, his persecutors will stumble Amen. and not overcome him. They will be completely shamed, for they have not acted wisely and have failed in their schemes. Their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten. And so, Father, Mm. we thank you because we know Christ is the wisdom of God. Christ is the power of God. Christ is our victory and our triumph. And we release that over Sean and Deline's family. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for your strong arms of comfort. But I also see just the breakthrough of joy. So we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you. you yeah, while we're still standing, I just um, while Candice was preaching, it's, it's obviously the the theme has been so clear this morning about the word of God, and I just I want us to just in faith as a prophetic act just reach out into heaven, and just receive that double-edged sword, the word and the spirit. You know, Jesus said to the to the religious leaders of his day, "You're in error because you do not know the word, or the power of God. It's the word and the spirit." And I just felt specifically as Candice was preaching, a couple of things came through. So it's the the word and the spirit, but revelation and truth is the weapon that God's giving us this morning to build with going forward. So just receive that. Use your sanctified imagination. Let the Holy Spirit show you what that double-edged sword looks like for you. And just in the spirit, just take it in your hand this morning. And I just want to end off with just reading this as you do that. This prayer out of Ephesians. So i just released this over real life church because of this since i first heard about your strong faith in the lord jesus christ and your tender love towards all his devoted ones i just felt there was such a tender love just released through the family here this morning to to each other my heart is always full And overflowing with thanks to God for you as I constantly remember you in my prayers. And I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, even right now would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. And I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light. Until you experience the full revelation of the hope of His calling, that is, the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that He finds in us, His holy ones. And I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. So, Father, we just thank you for your goodness. We just thank you for your love, Jesus, Holy Spirit. We thank you for your faithfulness. We just thank you for this glorious morning, God, that we could just come together, love on each other, encourage one another. Thank you for the breakthroughs. Just even as Leanne was praying, just such a breaker anointing released over us this morning. And so we just thank you, God, for encouraging us, for giving us hope and faith for this week ahead also just want to just bless Jeff and the worship team Um, Jane yeah well so well led this morning let's give them a hand I just I love the way the songs just interwove and and flow you you led really well hey so well done with that well done with your song I thought it was I kind of like I think it's just possibly being in the garden but for the first time this morning I kind of sensed we almost like we entered into that place in Revelation where it speaks about you know all of heaven worships him you know. it says everything in the earth everything under the earth everything in the sea everything under the sea and i just hearing the birds <coughs> singing and worshiping with us this morning was such a i really feel you kind of tapped into something of of heaven this morning so beautiful and um you yeah, bless yes absolutely and my gorgeous Amen. wife <laughs> last but not least uh, candace was actually my first home group leader so
2: I've learned, I've learned so power.
3: much from her, and still learning so much from her. So bless you, Candice. That was, that was powerful and, and really amazing. So thank you for that. And yeah, let's go enjoy some, some fellowship and tea and coffee.
1: Ah, Facebook
3: Cheers, Facebook Live.
2: <laughs> just finish. Yeah. <laughs>